Do you need help with your journey following Jesus? Has your Bible reading brought up some interesting questions? Um, I, I need a prayer request. Is I've heard um, pastors talk about you can't get to heaven just with good deeds. I was just wondering what you guys think. Is, the, is there a correlation between the seventh trumpet and Revelations as the last trumpet, or is he talking about some other trumpet? Finally, a place to get answers. We're ready to take your prayer request and answer your Bible questions. Call in at 303-690-3000. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Jeff Figs, a pastor of Calvary Chapel Greeley in Northern Colorado, and I get the host on this hour. And so I invite you, grab one of those open lines, 303-690-3000. The hour goes by quickly, and I would encourage you, grab one of those open lines early in the show. And because sometimes it can fill up and love to hear you on this Monday before Thanksgiving. But Paul would write that God is the God of all comfort in Second Corinthians chapter 1. He is the God of all comfort who comforts us in all our tribulation. And it is true. He's the Father of mercies, and he desires to comfort us as we go through tribulation. And Paul was writing this at a time where he says, I don't want you to be ignorant that when we came out of Asia, that is his third missionary journey as he was based in Ephesus, the city was given over to the gospel, but then the silversmiths rioted. And it was a very difficult time, and Paul was driven out of the city. And he says, we were pressed beyond measure, you know, uh, even despaired of life. But he he talks about the God of comfort, and that comfort is a very strong word in the Greek. It speaks of strength. It speaks of health. And, of course, the Holy Spirit, he is our helper. He is our comforter. And the Lord desires to give you comfort through his word, through the work of the Holy Spirit. And so I would encourage you, give me a call, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. we got a couple open lines. The text line is 720-336-0897. Just a quick shout-out to those who are listening perhaps on Hope or Truth FM, Radio by Grace throughout the country. Uh, You are week-delayed as you're listening on those radio networks, but you can call in. We have our conversation, and then you get to listen to the program next week as it will air. It's a week delayed, and but you get to call in live today. And I'd love to talk to you guys because we'd love to be a part of your lives. So glad that we have been on the East Coast there with Hope and Truth FM and now Radio by Grace as well. But there's many online listeners throughout the country. Welcome. You're listening live on this Monday afternoon or evening, wherever you're listening from. And so I invite you to call in at 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. And then the text line, you can text in a question or a prayer request. I already got a couple texts that have come in, but keep them coming. We'll fill in space uh, as we need to. And that is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Phil in Longmont. Hey, Phil. Um. Hi, a, you're on Calvary Life. I got a vaccine-related question. You there? Uh-huh. Yes. Um, so I'm currently not vaccinated, and they've been allowing us to test at work. 
but I, I found out today due to government contracts and stuff that they're going to require everyone to, to be mandatory for vaccine mm-hmm. starting probably like February. And I, yeah, I just need some guidance. You know, my brother, he's like, well, I'm covered by the blood. You have nothing to worry about. But I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's a difficult decision for you, Phil, is what you're saying. Very. Yeah, it's just yeah. health-related, you know, and I I want to do the right thing. I want to be true to the Lord. Mm-hmm. You know, and well, I, I, I don't don't want to say one thing and end up doing another just to, to keep my job. Yeah. So, yeah. And, yeah, and I just want to encourage you because it's a major decision for a lot of people that I've talked to over the months, whether they're in healthcare or working, you know, uh, for the government or first responders, and that many of them are agonizing over the decision. And it's a decision that you have to make. So a couple things. Number one is if you have a doctor, any questions that you have, talk to your doctor about that, um, about any concerns that you have. See, I'm not a doctor, so... Um, you know, I can't answer those questions medically concerning the vaccine, but talking to Christians across the spectrum, Christians have different um, convictions. Some have no problem with it. Some, they feel like that the conviction is that they're not to take it. But, um, you know, talk to your doctor, pray about it. Um, th- there's nothing that I see in the scripture that says that you can't take a vaccine. Um, but there are others that say we're to trust in the Lord. So that's where you got to go. And, um, you know, I I know it can be difficult, different convictions, but I think that a lot of people can have just concerns medically about the vaccine or whatever, and that's why I advise you, you know, if you got a doctor that you can talk to, and that's what I did in making my decision you know, talk to a doctor, um, you know, what you need to do and to pray about it. And Colossians chapter three says that as we pray about things, that the Lord desires to give you a peace that passes understanding. He desires to give you a peace that um, guards your heart. And, and um, you know, as Paul's praying that in Colossians chapter three, may the peace of God you know, guard your hearts. That word guard has the idea of that God's going to make the call for you, and he's going to speak to your heart about that and give you a peace about it as you do proceed. So, you know, Phil, is is something that you can look at, pray about. God wants to guide you, and I believe he wants to guide us in every decision that we make to give you a peace about it, uh, to move forward or not to, um, but um, seek the Lord. And even, you know, Phil, if you got opportunity, you've called today, but other Christian brothers that you trust, that you know their safety in the multitude of counsel, there's a lot of voices that are out there. A lot of voices, a lot of opinions, a lot of things that are out there. But if you do have, you know, a brother or two that you trust um, that can pray with you, that's very helpful and can encourage you as well. So I just want to steer you in that direction. But a lot of people have decisions that they have to make um, that, you know, are weighing on them right now. Okay. Okay? All right. You know, and, you know, you want counsel, 
the medical field, you know, any medical, you know, and even if you got a, you know, uh, a doctor that's a Christian, uh, the answer to those questions and, but don't neglect prayer. I think that prayer is so important as we go to him and he's going to guide you. And Isaiah chapter 30 says that as we go to him and as we wait on him, then he will be a voice behind us saying, this is the way, walk in it. That is a promise from the Lord. So, Father, I pray for Phil as he is faced with this, that just about everybody is, about whether to be vaccinated or not. So I pray that he get the answers to his questions medically, spiritually, Lord, um, that he would, Lord, just seek you to get a peace and to hear your still small voice that you would guide him in every way, Lord, and that um, that it's a decision that, Lord, uh, affects his livelihood. And so he wants to honor you. And, Lord, I know that, that you want to guide him in that. So I pray that you would um, be that voice saying, this is the way, walk in it, and uh, that he would just be able to move forward in comfort and peace. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Thank you. You bet, Phil. God bless you. All right. Thanks. Bye-bye. You bet. Got a couple open lines. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. The text line is 720-336-0897. You're listening to Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Figs at Calvary Chapel Greeley. A lot of us are facing things that, uh, you know, uh, we're praying about and seeking the Lord on, and it's so wonderful that the Lord desires to speak to us, I believe, in every area of our lives. And uh, so he, he desires to lead us and guide us in every way. Let's go to Twin Falls, Idaho. Joseph is online, too. Hi, Joseph. Hello, how you doing? Good. Welcome to the program. Yeah, really, really good to, to get through. I'm, I'm kind of excited to listen to you guys. Uh, I've been hearing Good. hearing from you for for some time now, and I've always uh, had a lot of respect for your influence. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, so I have a question for you about uh, people that are having dementia. Um, just uh, you know, sometimes they're in it, and sometimes they're out of it. Uh, I've I've done the salvation prayer with my father. He's been in pretty rough shape for about four years, and um, mm-hmm. Alzheimer's, and and he. Uh, I just kind of wondered, like, how how clear the Holy Spirit might be to people that are that really, you know, kind of fuzzy that way. Yeah, and it's a good question, Joseph, because my dad uh, died of Alzheimer's twelve years ago, um, and it is a very difficult disease. It's difficult for them, um, and it's very difficult for the families that are taking care of our loved ones. And now my mom, she's going to be eighty nine next month, and she is. Uh, got dementia, and she is getting more confused than ever before. Now, they came to the Lord, um, you know, before they were diagnosed, and we, we know the diagnosis and all that, that, um, that you know, there's different types of dementias, uh, progressions of it and all that. But I think when it comes to them, um, you know, as you're speaking with them, that you got to trust the Holy Spirit is going to minister to their their minds. And one of the things, you know, just with my own mom, she's a believer, and she can be confused about a lot of things. 
But one of the things she's not confused about is the Lord. Um, she may not remember Bible verses. She may not remember certain things. She may not remember how to get to church. But she does know that she belongs to the Lord. And she does know that she's going to go to heaven. So I believe that the Holy Spirit is able to minister to those that, you know, their minds aren't clicking, you know, right, or dementia or Alzheimer's. And we just got to commit that to the Lord and we got to commit them to him in the Holy Spirit, giving that truth to them. And um, because it is there, there, some days are good and some days are bad. And um, yeah, I don't know how severe your dad is, but um, it is something that is very hard and very difficult. And it, and it affects everybody differently. Like for my dad, he didn't talk for two years uh, before he went home to be with the Lord. My mom, she just talks, talks, talks a lot. So it's just different, but you just got to trust them to the Lord. Yeah, for sure. Uh, his salvation came pretty late in his life, and, and uh, I've done a salvation prayer with him, and I've tried to teach as much as I could. Um, and yeah. I, I like to sing, so I do a lot of karaoke with them, and I'll, I'll throw a Christian Good. song in there pretty pretty frequently. <laughs> so, and, yeah, that's, you know, that's kind of the fun thing we do. <laughs> Yeah, one of the things, Joseph, that I did with my dad, my dad didn't come to the Lord till um, he was later in life, too. And I grew up with a dad that never went to church, never talked about God, never read his Bible, anything. And it was through, um, you know, us kids getting saved that he, one day he showed up at church at Calvary Chapel. And um, he had his Bible and mom, and then one Sunday he gave his life to the Lord. He raised his hand in the invitation. And that's one of the reasons, Joseph, that I give an invitation at every service. I just can't assume that everybody's saved, you know, that comes to church. I want to give people the opportunity because I think about that with my dad. And um, he wasn't a Bible expert. Uh, He, you know, didn't do a lot of ministry, but he was saved by the grace and love and blood of Jesus Christ. And that's where you can rest in. And one of the things that we did was we read scripture to him and just read scripture to your dad and, um, you know, do that sing and sing a song. And I believe that the Lord will minister to your dad in a very wonderful way as you do that. Uh, Yeah, I sure appreciate that. You bet. Can I go ahead and pray for you and for your dad? Yeah, yeah. Father, I just pray, Father. Joseph, as he's ministering to his dad, Lord, um, Alzheimer's dementia is a very difficult disease, and I know that um, dealing with it is not easy. They're confused. They're frustrated. They can have good days, bad days, all these things, but, Lord, um, that you're um, able to reach them. Uh, Lord, I just pray by the work of the Holy Spirit, that he would just have a peace, knowing that he belongs to you. And Lord, give Joseph um, just the opportunity to minister to him through hymns or songs, uh, to be able to speak Scripture, because the Word of God is alive. It's alive, and that you would touch his heart with it. And so, Lord, I just pray that you just uh, be with Joseph as he ministers to his dad, their family, Um, everyone involved, and that there be peace and comfort and wisdom 
um, every day uh, for him. And I would just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hey, Joseph, glad you got through. Call us back, okay? All right, thanks a lot. Okay, Joseph. God bless you. Have a good Thanksgiving, okay? Yeah, you too. Thank you. All right. Yeah, bye-bye. You bet. 303-690-3000. It is, as I said, the week of Thanksgiving. Uh, Even as we go through difficulties, hardships, uh, challenges, and things like that, we have so much to be thankful for because we have the Lord. And he is faithful, and he is good, and he's with us. And we always have a reason to be thankful. We can be thankful for our salvation. Um, I think about Psalm 105. Let me read it to you, and then we'll go to the next caller. We do got a couple open lines. So grab one of those open lines at 303-690-3000. Again, the text line is 720-336-0897. But the psalmist writes, Oh, give thanks to the Lord and call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him, sing psalms to him. Talk of all his wondrous works and glory in his holy name. And let the hearts of those rejoice who seek the Lord. Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his face evermore. And so I love that because it says, call upon his name, give thanks to him, sing psalms to him, um, and talk of his wondrous works. And he's done a wonderful work in those of us who are saved. He's forgiven us. We're a new creation in Christ. Uh, We have a new heart. We have the Holy Spirit that dwells in our hearts. Um, We can be thankful for those things. And we have the hope of heaven. We have a living hope. And uh, we have a living hope for loved ones who know Christ. And I hope that brings comfort and some assurance to some of you here today. Got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number to text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Ryder in Highlands Ranch. Hi, Ryder. Hi. How are you today? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks for calling. You got a question for me? Yeah. Um, is the Antichrist a person, or is he going to be somebody from the spiritual realm? Well, the Antichrist, capital A, John in his epistle, he writes about those who have the spirit of Antichrist, those who are coming against Christ, false teachers, those who come against truth. There's a, there's a spirit of Antichrist. But when we talk about the future leader that's going to come on the scene, Antichrist with the capital A, and John also writes about that, he says, you know that the Antichrist is coming. And then he says, many Antichrists have gone out into the world, small a. So there's a spiritual dementia of the spirit of Antichrist coming against the truth of God, coming against the people of God, coming against Christ, um, all those things. That's the spirit of Antichrist. And then Antichrist, capital A, will be a person that will be on the scene in the tribulation period. The tribulation starts uh, with the Antichrist riding the white horse, and he will make a covenant with Israel for seven years, and he will be a world leader. He will be a political leader, He will be an economic leader, he will be a religious leader, and he will be 
a military leader as well. So he's going to come on the scene. He takes, um, in a way, center stage of what's going on here on the earth uh, in the tribulation period. And so he is a person. There are some who think that the Antichrist um, that is spoken of in the book of Revelation, it just speaks of government. But I think as you read the book of Daniel and you read um, the book of Revelation, and there's other scriptures that are given, Second Thessalonians chapter 2, for example, that is speaking of the individual. It is speaking of a person that will rise up in the last days from this revived Roman Empire and take center stage. Does that help, writer? Was, is he like a person from the spiritual realm? Because Jesus was a man, but he was from the spiritual realm. Yeah, Jesus is second person in the Trinity. He's fully God and fully man. So he, you know, he's divine, the deity of Jesus Christ, and then you have the humanity of Jesus Christ. It wasn't that Jesus was half man and, you know, half God. He was fully man, fully fully God, and the Antichrist is going to be, as we know from the book of Revelation, he is going to be influenced by and empowered by the devil. You kind of got this false trinity in the book of Revelation. You got the devil, the dragon, then you got the Antichrist who's receiving his power from Satan, the enemy, Um, and then you have the false prophet that is spoken of in Revelation chapter 13, that he is going to point to the Antichrist and tell the world to worship him. Um, So you have this kind of false trinity that uh, is there in the book of Revelation. So the Antichrist is going to be directly influenced and under the power of Satan. Now here's the thing. Satan is not divine, uh, and Satan is not the opposite equal of God. Uh, Satan was a created uh, angel, a cherub, as Ezekiel tells us, that fell and, be, you know, called Lucifer, fell, became Satan, and he has a host of fallen angels um, that um, are under him um, that we know as demons or the fallen angels, but we know that Satan is powerful. He's able to deceived by lying signs and wonders. Jesus spoke about that, um, that that will be taking place in the last days. Um, Paul talks about the Antichrist will be working by lying signs and wonders, the book of Revelation as well. It's all directly influenced by Satan. Okay? Okay. Okay, thank you. You bet, Ryder. Hey, Ryder? Mm-hmm. Ryder? You have a good Thanksgiving. Yeah. Okay? Thank you. You too. Keep reading your Bible and call back if you got any more questions. Okay. All right. God bless you. 303-690-3000. Love it when the kids call. Um, and, you know, if your kids got a question, uh, they're welcome to call and talk to me. I'd love to talk to them, give truth to them be able to bless them in every way. We got an open line, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. Text line 720-336-0897. Let's go to Josh in Loveland. 
Josh? Hi there. Welcome to the program. Thank you. So uh, my prayer request is about my aunt. Her name is Tiffany. Um, She actually has a tumor in the back of her head. Um, And sad to say, we'll be passing sometime this month. Um, But she doesn't really have any motor function or um, cognitive ability. So she's not really able to speak and communicate. And I'm just curious as to if how God will help her if she's still able to know God if she's gone already um, just looking for advice there um, yeah 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 and and read scripture to her talk to her um, if somebody is like uh, in a coma or somebody who's you know not speaking or um, like I said, you know, to a caller earlier, the word of God is alive. So, and you got to just trust the Lord with that. So I would, as much as you can, be giving her scripture, speaking to her, speaking the gospel to her, whisper it in her ears, however you can communicate, and then you got to trust the Lord with that. Um, But that's what uh, I encourage people to do. And uh, as long as she has breath, as long as she you know, um, is here still, the Lord can take that because the Word of God is alive and is powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, but it, it he can use that to speak to her mind. And we prayed for that for many people um, that uh, perhaps are in, um, you know, um, uh, maybe they had a heart attack and they're uh, cardiac arrest, and they're just kind of out of it, and they're in an ICU. Speak the scriptures to them, uh, pray with them, you know, sing hymns to them, whatever you can do to minister, and then trust the Lord with them. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, and I'd love to pray for her, Father. I just pray as Josh calls. You know, we thank you for your grace and mercy that you're able to reach as long as those who are breathing, and Lord. Uh, I just pray that you give Josh just the opportunity to be able to to speak into her ear your word, your gospel, you know, your comfort, your good news, your truth. And uh, Lord, I just pray that you do that in a very, very real way. And I just pray that uh, for his aunt Aunt Tiffany, that Lord, that um, she would truly, um, truly come to understand, um, that she would truly come to receive your grace and your salvation and mercy, Lord, and um, that it be peaceful these days, um, that you would communicate that to her. And so, Lord, we entrust her to you um, because you're the one that holds every breath that we take in your hands. And so, Lord, I just pray that you be with Josh and his family, uh, that you would be with Aunt Tiffany, just minister to her spiritually and, Lord, also physically. Um, and we just pray this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. You bet, Josh. All right. God bless you. Have a hey, good thing. Yeah, you, you have a good Thanksgiving too, Josh, as hard as it is, okay? 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, and the text line is 
336-0897. We're going to go to phone lines after the break. We're about ready to go to break. And so, uh, Barbara, I want you to hang on so we can pray for you. The text line, uh, text in a question or a prayer request. We've got plenty of time in the second half of the show. Uh, but we want to pray with you. We want to pray for you. And um, and especially during the holiday seasons, we can have a lot of prayer requests for loved ones or those that we know that are hurting. And to be able to do that on the show is very much of a privilege. So you hear the music. We got a break. We got a couple open lines, 303-690-3000. Hey, let's talk about the Lord. Let's go to the word of the Lord and let's go to the throne of grace in your prayer needs. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Calvary Live. Give us a call at 303-690-3000 or text us at 720-336-0897. Let's join Calvary Live right now. Welcome back to the second half of Calvary Live. My name is Jeff Figgs of Calvary Chapel Greeley. So glad to be with you on this beautiful day here in Colorado. And wherever you're at, I pray that uh, the Lord is blessing you and working through you and ministering to you and wherever you find yourself and whatever is going on in your life to know that he's faithful and true. Uh, We are in the week of Thanksgiving. I do want to just say real quick here at Calvary Chapel Greeley that on Wednesday night, if you're in the area in Northern Colorado, we are having a Thanksgiving Eve family service and I'd love for you to come by. We're having a pie social. We'll have pie here and we're just going to enjoy the night uh, and fellowship and have a Bible study, give thanks to the Lord and uh, have some pie together. So we welcome you to come join us for that. And also, of course, as we're going to be heading into Christmas uh, season, uh, we will be uh, letting everyone know. Uh, We've already let the congregation know, but we'll be doing three Christmas Eve family services. Christmas Eve is on Friday, Friday the 24th. And then on New Year's Eve, uh, the next Friday, I'm going to be doing a prophecy update, New Year's Eve prophecy update. We'll have some activities for the kids, uh, but be looking for that. Get in a, um, Think about, you know, wherever you're at, um, that this is the time of year to invite people, to reach out to people, share with them that light has come into the darkness, that Jesus Christ was born for a purpose, and that it was that he came to save man. And that's why we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ. Uh, what a magnificent story that took place 2,000 years ago in Luke chapter 2, that God would even care about us, to send his Son. And he so loved us that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And so you that are Christians listening, that pray about who you might invite uh, to Christmas Eve services, uh, Thanksgiving Uh, whatever special services that are going on, you yourself, how you can share with them the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is that time of year to do that. And uh, this world needs to know the light, uh, the light of the world, Jesus Christ, to see the light in you that is being reflected, the love of Jesus Christ, in all the darkness and deception and stuff that is going on around us. So, be sensitive to that and pray about who you might invite to those services. Hey, we got an open line, 303-690-3000 is the call-in number. 
And then the text line, 720-336-0897. Give me a call. we got plenty of time in the show as we're going to go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Barbara in Lakewood. Barbara? Yes. Thank you for holding. You're on Calvary Live. Oh, thank you. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. What can we do for you? My youngest daughter is with her husband, and they are living on a street in Denver. And they've been through this before. And I have done what I know to do besides prayer. I mean, the things moms do of trying to find them and give them a place to live and and provide clothing and food and and it's just happening again and and she almost died about three months ago because of a staph Mm -hmm. infection and so she's back out with her husband again on the street and um, I don't know where they are but I just need prayer for her healing she's mentally ill um, very um, bipolar one and and just uh, seems to make sense but I don't know what she's really thinking and we love her her brother and sister love her and I just need peace for her Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and we're going to pray for her and you know even Barbara at sometimes you don't even know how do I pray for my child how do I pray for my loved one and the Lord knows your heart, and he knows that you're a broken-hearted mother that very much loves um, her daughter, um, her husband, going through a difficult time. Um, and, you know, the Lord knows um, the things that we're feeling in our hearts. I just want to read to you, and then we're going to pray from Romans chapter 8, that uh, in verse 26, and I hope it's an encouragement to you, because sometimes the situation can be so overwhelming we don't know exactly how to pray or what their needs are or what's going on. But Paul writes that, Likewise, the Spirit also helps in our weaknesses, for we do not know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And I'm sure that, Barbara, in those times where you just, you know, it's just like groanings. You just hurt for somebody. You hurt for your daughter. That the Holy Spirit takes that and makes intercessions. And that brings comfort to me. Because you talked about being able to pray for her uh, with peace and to be able to have that peace. And I believe that the the Holy Spirit, as you know, that he makes intercession for us. You know, it, it's a pretty good—we know from the Scriptures that Jesus intercedes. He's our intercessor. And the Holy Spirit intercedes as well. And that brings great comfort to me. And he knows your heart. He knows the heart of your daughter— and all her needs, and he's going to honor that prayer. So, Father, I just pray for Barbara as her youngest daughter has uh, got mental illness and struggling and out on the streets and her husband, and and then the physical um, infirmities that follow. And, Lord, I just pray that you would just work in this situation, that somehow that you would uh, just bring healing mentally, emotionally, spiritually, Lord, that you would bring the right people into her life and her husband, that, Lord, that you would help them get the help that they need. And I just pray for Barbara, you give her peace as she loves and her family loves 
um, her very much and uh, their family. And I just pray that you give them wisdom, that you give them peace, that you give them comfort, especially during this holiday season. Lord, I just pray that you would work a miracle, that you would just work because you're able to do that. And I just lift up uh, Barbara's daughter, her husband to you, everything that's going on. And I just pray that you would show yourself strong on their behalf. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Barbara. Pastor. You bet. Thank you. God bless you. Yeah, Keep praying. I yep. will. Thank you so much. Okay. okay. You have a blessed Thanksgiving, too. I'm so grateful for the times in those situations where you're just overwhelmed. And I love that verse, that the Holy Spirit, he himself makes intercession with us with groanings which cannot be uttered, you know. And that should bring comfort to us because sometimes we get so heavy praying for people or the situation or what's going on in our own lives. And uh, the Lord knows. The Lord knows. We just go to him. Um, and we call out to him, cry out to him, and he hears us, and he attends to our prayers. And we have Jesus that makes intercession for us, and the Holy Spirit, he makes intercession for us. That brings me great comfort. Hey, we got, um, I believe, a couple open lines, so give me a call, and um, love to talk to you. Got one open line, but uh, 303-690-3000. Um, take the time. Give me a call. And then text line is 720-336-0897. Let's go to Ebony in Florida. Ebony? Yes, hi. How are you? Good. You're on the program. Yes, thank you. Um, You're welcome. I have, two, yes, sir. I have two things. I have a question, and then mm-hmm. I also have a prayer request. Is that Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, yes, sir. Um, the question that I have, so I can have a better understanding myself, is that, um, like, why were there certain things removed from the Bible? Do, do like, you have I any... know... Huh? Go ahead. Like, any specific example you have? Um, like, certain chapters that was in the Bible, um... I'm just I'm just freshly getting started over again, you know, to get to know mm-hmm. God and so forgive me if I if I don't know the name that yeah, for which I'm okay. searching for. But I do I do have recognition of there are some things like chapters that's missing information that's mm-hmm. missing within the Bible, you know, that I would like to know myself. Right. Well where I would encourage you is to get a good Bible translation that you can read, um, get a word-for-word translation. And sometimes, you know, I don't know if any chapters that are omitted, um, but there are certain verses that may be omitted uh, from ancient manuscripts that will have a text in it and stuff. But where I would encourage you, Ebony, is get a good translation, a word-for-word translation that could be one that you can understand, uh, you can get the um, um, New Living Translation. You can get the ESV, English Standard Version, you know, um, a good word-for-word for translation that will help you, and just start reading it. And as you read it, you're going to grow in the Word of God, and then you can compare translations. I mean, there's 
different Bible, you know, apps out there that you can compare. You can see, you know, which ancient manuscripts um, maybe left out certain portions, a, a verse or two, but just focus on what you can, <clears throat> what you can read, and that's where you're going to grow. So this is a study that will continue with you um, because um, we can trust the Bible. We can trust the canon of Scripture um, that has been translated from ancient manuscripts and um, and very reliable. So first of all, that's where I would encourage you in that. So get a good word-for-word translation. You know, um, most people today, to help them understand, We'll get a New Living Translation. We'll get an English Standard Version or ESV, I believe, is what they get, and um, and start reading it and start, um, you know, uh, studying the the Word of God, and you're going to grow in it. Okay. Yes, sir. Thank you. Um, and um, it, for my request is for my children and I that um, I mean it's it's. It's lovely and it's wonderful that my sister, you know, she helped us. Like, we're living with her. But at the same time, it's like I can feel the misery. I can feel the negativity and I can feel the unwantedness. And um, I have applied for these apartments, but I just want prayer into asking God to just to bless us within moving, like within like, next month or so, you know, to just have, like, peace. And have your own place. It's days that that I can feel, you know, people energy and it drains me. And I don't like to be drained because I miss work because of that. Yeah. And I'm so sorry. So, Father, I pray for Ebony. I pray that she would be able to get her own place and with her, her children and She's thankful for where she's at and the provision, but Lord, um, just to be able to have that and to be able to, uh, Lord, just provide for that so um, they can, uh, as a family, have their own apartment, that they would uh, have that approval, they would have the right place, they'd be safe, be able to move forward. And as a family, I just pray for Ebony that you would provide for that. Um, Lord, because you do care for her, you care for her kids, and for them to be able to um, have their privacy, be able to um, have their own place, um, you care about our, our situations, and Lord, I just pray that you would work for her, and Lord, that um, that she would um, just see you do that, and I pray in the meantime that you just give peace to the situation, and that, Lord, you would help her, help her to keep working, help her to because um, I, I know she probably works so hard for her family and doing her very best, but, Lord, she needs your help. And I just pray that you provide in every way for their housing and other needs as well. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you very much. You and bet, have Ebony. a blessed one. You stay safe and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you, and thank you for calling. You call us back, okay? Yes, sir. Will do. Okay. God bless you. 303-690-3000 is the call-in number, and then the text line, 720-336-0897. God cares about every, every need that we have, and he desires to work. And so if you need prayer, love to pray with you. 
and minister to you in that way. Text line is 720-336-0897. Got a couple open lines. Got plenty of time for you to give me a call. And uh, so grab one of those open lines. We're going to go to Ann in, in New Jersey. Ann? Hi. How are you? Welcome to Good. You're on Calvary Live. Thank you so much. Um, I was just driving down the road, and I was listening. On, of course, I'm in New Jersey, and I um, hear you a week late, but you were just talking about healing and uh, mm-hmm. prayer, and I, I have a real need in um, my daughter's uh, father-in-law is very, very, very ill with COVID in the hospital mm. now for several weeks. And um, they just got some more bad news that he probably has on top of the COVID pneumonia. He has bacterial pneumonia as well. So his name is Bill. And I'm just um, coveting your prayers and anybody else who would, you know, pray along with us that the Lord yeah. would heal him. Yeah, absolutely. So, Father, as Ann calls in, she heard us on the radio and and just prompted the call. And, Lord, you are the one that you're the great physician. You also invite us to to come to you and to ask. And, Lord, we just ask for behalf of Bill that, Lord, that um, you would bring healing. And this COVID has taken so many lives. I think in our own fellowship, um, those who we've lost, just lately. But Lord, we know that you hold every breath we take in your hand. And we just pray that the pneumonia would clear up the COVID, that you'd strengthen them, be with the medical staff, Lord, give them wisdom, give them, you know, just um, insight. Um, but Lord, we pray for your touching upon Bill, healing upon him, your mercy. We pray for your grace. We ask that. And Lord, we lift them up to you. And I just pray you be with Anne. Um, that she would be able to be able to minister to her daughter and um, and the whole family there um, that I'm sure that um, is very much concerned. And I just pray that you would just help her to be strong for the family. And Lord, that you give her the comfort she needs and all of the family. But Lord, we lift up Bill to you. We just pray right now that you would just touch and bring healing and strength to his body. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. You bet, Ann. Okay, we'll be love praying. Love to hear you. Love, enjoy <laughs> listening to you every night on my way home on Tuesday nights usually, but love to yeah. listen to you, brother. All right. Thanks, Ann. Have a, have a blessed Thanksgiving. Thank you. You too. God bless. So hard. This COVID thing has been... So hard. We've experienced loss. People that we love and care for, and uh, it's just hard. We need to keep praying. Need to keep praying, praying, praying. Um, so give me a call if you, if you need prayer or you got a question. Uh, we still got time in the show. 303-690-3000. I believe we have a couple open lines. Let's go to Letta. Is it Lita or Letta? Hello? Letta? Hi. Is it Letta? Lila? Lila. How are you? Yes. I'm good. Yeah. How are you? Good. You're on the program. What can we do for yes. you? Um, I need a prayer regarding my marriage. Um, my marriage is um, kind of like falling apart. It's been I'm so sorry. almost more than six months now. So um, <clears throat> I'm really praying. 
So I need uh, you to pray for me too, so that God can bring us together, like bring me and my husband back. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Lita, just real quick, and we're going to pray, and not to get into it too much, but, you know, I pray that you have a church that you're going to. I pray that um, that you guys can get some counseling if your husband is willing to do that. That's going to be such an you know a help to you, and um, and I know it takes two people to go in for counseling and willing to do that, but that's what I want to pray as well. You know, God wants to save your marriage, and he he wants to bring healing. So, Father, I do pray for that for Lita. She has prayed, and I can sense that that's what she wants. She wants your touch, your intervention, that, Lord, you know the situation, you know everything that's going on, and that there would be a humbling of both her and her husband of coming to you and asking for help. Lord, I don't know where he's at, but you do. And, Lord, I pray that they would be able to get godly counsel, that, Lord, that they would look to you because you want to bring that healing. It's your desire um, that they stay married uh, as long as they both shall live. Um, it's your desire to bring the healing and forgiveness and comfort that they need. And so, <clears throat> Lord, I pray that you would do that. I pray that you would do that work in Lita. And, Lord, she would see you working and softening hearts. And, Lord, there be coming together and looking to you, the one who ordained marriage, the one who is the foundation of her marriage. And, Lord, that uh, their love would grow for you and their love would grow for each other in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Amen and amen. Thank you so much, Pastor. Lita, I'll be praying, okay? Okay. okay. Thank you okay. so much. I'm so sorry. All right, 303-690-3000. Still got some time in the program. Let's go to Marvin in Millington, Tennessee. <clears throat> hey, Marvin? Um, this is Marvin? Robin in Millington. I think you got oh, my first Ro- name wrong. Okay, Robin? Yeah. You're on the program. Yeah, my, okay, well, my question is, it's, uh, I was taught um, through my childhood that Jesus comes on the seventh trump, and that Satan comes on the sixth trump. And from what I understood, when Jesus comes on the seventh trump, and everybody sees him supposedly on a white horse coming from the heavens, and... Is that where people are mistaken with the rapture theory, where, you know, yeah. we, we turn to our spiritual bodies, but it seems like, to me, we, we stay here on earth, and we defeat Satan, you know, in that seventh trump. And I was, I was right. just, it's kind of confusing for me, because I'm not, you know, everybody's saying rapture, rapture, and I'm like, well, you know, it doesn't really say that. It's, you know, I've, I'm just confused with, the, you know, the sixth and seventh trump. Well, you know, as you read the book of Revelation, there's, um, and I don't know exactly what you're taught, you know, concerning the rapture. There's a difference between, as I read the scriptures, the second coming of Jesus Christ and then the rapture of the church. The rapture of the church is when he comes for his church. And Paul talks about that, that the Lord himself will ascend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, with the trumpet of God. It doesn't say the seventh trumpet. Paul writes in about the resurrection in 1 Corinthians 15 at the at the last trump. But is that the seventh trumpet of the book of Revelation? Not necessarily. And so those who are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. So there's different views uh, that we have um, 
Robin, there is those who believe that the rapture, when it comes for his church, will take place before that tribulation period. There are some that hold to he will come in the middle of the tribulation. There are those who have a, what's called a pre-wrath, and that's kind of um, about the time frame of the seventh trumpet being blown in the book of Revelation, about two-thirds of the way. And then there are some that believe that he will come right before the second coming. Now, the second coming of Jesus Christ, in the Olivet Discourse, he says that the Son of Man is going to come in great power and glory, and every eye is going to see him. It's going to be like lightning flashing from the east to the west. So the second coming of Jesus Christ is when he comes back literally, physically, to this earth, and he comes back with the armies of heaven, that is the church. So the rapture to church, what I read scripture, is that, and it's a study for you to look at, um, is that when he comes, we meet the Lord in the air, and then, um, as John chapter 14, he says, I go and prepare a place for you, that where I am there you may be also, and I'll go and receive you to myself, that we will be with the Lord, and we will have dinner with the Lord, and then he'll be pouring out his wrath on a Christ-rejected church, uh, or Christ-rejected world, excuse me, the church will be gone, chapter 6 through 19 in the book of Revelation, and then we come back with him in the second coming of Jesus Christ. So that's the view that I hold on to, but I do believe that the Bible speaks of a rapture. Um, the Antichrist will take center stage here on the earth during the tribulation period. It's going to be empowered by Satan, but then we know that the Antichrist is going to be defeated, and he's going to be thrown into the lake of fire at the end of the tribulation period, um, as well as the false prophet. So I don't know if you got any specific questions you know, concerning that, uh, but that's how I look at it in Scripture, the prophetic scenario. Yeah, I, you know, I, and my family never went to church every Sunday, but, you know, I just kind of got interested in it, wanting to know things. And uh, so mm-hmm. I read about yeah, the seven seals because I, you know, I, you know, the, that Satan comes on the uh, sixth seal, claims to be Jesus, and takes over his throne or whatever. And then the seventh Trump comes and Jesus comes and, uh, and then we turn into our spiritual bodies because everybody will know it's him. And uh, when we turn to our spiritual bodies, we join his army, and then we all defeat Satan on earth. That's kind of what I've gathered. Um, yeah, that's kind of a different teaching. You know, the Antichrist actually comes in the first seal. He's controlled by—he's under the influence of, of Satan himself. So the tribulation period, according to Daniel chapter 9, verse 27, and Revelation chapter 6, verse 2— is the Antichrist that comes on the scene. Um, We do know that um, as you look at the different, there's the seven seals. When the seventh seal is opened up, then seven angels stand up, and there's seven trumpet judgment, and and we see that. And in those trumpet judgments, we see that demons are let out. Um, When you get after the, you know, you get to the last three trumpets, matter of fact, whoa, whoa, whoa is what one of the angels said. Um, demons come out of the bottomless pit. All this stuff is going on, spiritual stuff that is going on. Um, but uh, at the end of the tribulation period, um, there will be the judgment of the nations when Christ comes back. He separates the sheep from the goats. And then those who are the sheep are going to enter into the millennium reign, and they'll populate the earth. So all these things are going on. And um, get a good 
good, you know, reference, you know, um, Blue Letter Bible, some good Bible teachers on the book of Revelation. We've gone through it that will, you know, really explain things chapter by chapter, verse by verse, putting the whole scenario, the scriptures together, because it's a lot. It's a lot, and there's different views out there and teachings, and so you got, you know, a lot of interesting things for you to look at uh, ahead of you as you study scriptures, but keep studying, keep reading, and um, get a good, you know, Bible study on um, the end-time scenario, um, you know, Warren Worsby, Blue Letter Bible, there's some great teachers, and I think it's going to bring clarity to you. Okay? All right. All right. Thank you. And then, and then give me a call and tell me how how you're doing with that uh, as you study, and I think you're going to find it to be very fascinating. All right. Hey, we're just about out of time. Had a great show today. Going to be back with you tomorrow at the same time. And But keep reading the scriptures. You know, I love it. A couple people have said that Bible study is new to them right now. And I think that's great in discovering the Word of God. And it's a lifetime study, um, just growing in the scriptures, knowing the scriptures, listening to good Bible teaching. That's why support local Christian radio. Support Grace FM. If you're listening to Truth or Hope FM, support them. You know, Radio by Grace. But Christian radio is so important with great, great Bible teaching. Go to Good Bible Church. Learn the Word of God because we need it in the day in which we're in. Everybody have a great evening. We'll be back tomorrow at the same time. God bless you. You've been listening to Calvary Live. Tune in next time for prayer and God's Word.